0: First Samuel chapter nine. Now there was a Benjamite, a powerful man, whose name was Kish, son of Abiel, the son of Zeror, the son of Bacherath, the son of Ephiah a Benjamin, and he had a son named Saul, choice and handsome, without equal among the Israelites, a head taller than any of the people. One day the donkeys of Saul's father Kish wandered off. And Kish said to his son Saul, Take one of the servants and go look for the donkeys. So Saul passed through the hill country of Ephraim, and then through the land of Shalisha, but did not find the donkeys. He and the servant went through the region of Shalim, but they were not there. Then they went through the land of Benjamin, and still they did not find them. When they reached the land of Zuf, Saul said to his servant, Come, let us go back or my father will stop worrying about the donkeys and start worrying about us. Look, said the servant, in this city there is a man of God who is highly respected. Everything he says surely comes to pass. Let us go there now. Perhaps he will tell us which way to go. If we do go, Saul replied, what can we give the man? For the bread in our packs is gone, and there is no gift to take to the man of God. What do we have? The servant answered him again. Look, he said, I have here in my hand a quarter shekel of silver. I will give it to the man of God, and he will tell us our way. Formerly in Israel, a man on his way to inquire of God would say, Come, let us go to the seer, for the prophet of today was formerly called the seer. Good, said Saul to his servant, come, let us go. So they set out for the city where the man of God was, and as they were climbing the hill to the city, They met some young women coming out to draw water and asked, Is the seer here? Yes, he is ahead of you, they answered. Hurry now, for today he's come to the city because the people have a sacrifice on the high place. As soon as you enter the city, you will find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. The people will not eat until he comes, because he must bless the sacrifice. After that, the guests will eat. Go up at once, you will find him. So Saul and his servant went up toward the city, and as they were entering it, there was Samuel coming toward them on his way up to the high place. Now on the day before Saul's arrival, the Lord had revealed to Samuel, At this time tomorrow I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you are to anoint him leader over my people Israel. He will save them from the hand of the Philistines, for I have looked upon my people, because their cry has come to me. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord told him, He is the man of whom I spoke. He shall rule over my people. Saul approached Samuel in the gateway and asked, Would you please tell me where the seer's house is? I am the seer, Samuel replied. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And when I send you off in the morning, I will tell you all that is in your heart. As for the donkeys you lost three days ago, do not worry about them, for they have been found. And upon whom is all the desire of Israel, if not upon you and all your father's house? Saul replied, Am I not a Benjamite from the smallest tribe of Israel, and is not my clan the least of all the clans of Benjamin, so why would you say such a thing to me? Then Samuel took Saul and his servant brought them into the hall and seated them in the place of honor among those who were invited, about thirty in all. And Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion I gave you and told you to set aside. So the cook picked up the leg and what was attached to it and set it before Saul. Then Samuel said, Here is what was kept back. It was set apart for you. Eat, for it has been kept for you for this occasion from the time I said, I have invited the people. So Saul dined with Samuel that day. And after they would come down from the high place into the city, Samuel spoke with Saul on the roof of his house. They got up early in the morning, and just before dawn, Samuel called to Saul on the roof. Get ready, and I will send you on your way. So Saul arose, and both he and Samuel went outside together. As they were going down to the edge of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to go on ahead of us, but you stay for a while and I will reveal to you the word of God. So the servant went on. Chapter 10 Then Samuel took a flask of oil, poured it on Saul's head, kissed him, and said, Has not the Lord anointed you ruler over his inheritance? When you leave me today, you will find two men at Rachel's tomb in Zelzah on the border of Benjamin. Benjamin. They will say to you, The donkeys you seek have been found, and now your father has stopped worrying about the donkeys and started worrying about you, asking, What should I do about my son? Then you will go on from there until you come to the Oak of Tabor. Three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you there, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread which you will accept from their hands. After that you will come to Gibeah of God, where the Philistines have an outpost. As you approach the city you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place, preceded by harps, tambourines, flutes, and lyres, and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will rush upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be transformed into a different person. When these signs have come, do as the occasion demands, for God is with you, and you shall go before me to Gilgal, and surely I will come to you to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice peace offerings. Wait seven days until I come to you and show you what you are to do. As Saul turned to leave Samuel, God changed Saul's heart. And all the signs came to pass that day. When Saul and his servant arrived at Gibeah, a group of prophets met him. Then the Spirit of God rushed upon him, and he prophesied along with them. All those who had formerly known Saul and saw him prophesying with the prophets asked one another, What has happened to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Then a man who lived there replied, And who is their father? So the saying became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? And when Saul had finished prophesying, he went up to the high place. Now Saul's uncle asked him and his servant, Where did you go? To look for the donkeys, Saul replied, When we saw they were not to be found, we went to Samuel. Tell me, Saul's uncle asked, What did Samuel say to you? And Saul replied, He assured us that the donkeys had been found but Saul did not tell his uncle what Samuel had said about the kingship. After this, Samuel summoned the people to the Lord at Mizpah and said to the Israelites, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought Israel up out of Egypt, and I rescued you from the hands of the Egyptians and of all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But today you have rejected your God, who saves you from all your troubles and afflictions, and you have said to him, No, set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and clans. Thus Samuel had all the tribes of Israel come forward, and the tribe of Benjamin was selected. Then he had the tribe of Benjamin come forward by its clans, and the clan of Matri was selected. Finally Saul, son of Kish, was selected. But when they looked for him, they could not find him. So again they inquired of the Lord, Has the man come here yet? And the Lord replied, Behold, he has hidden himself among the baggage. So they ran and brought Saul, and when he stood among the people, he was a head taller than any of the others. Samuel said to all the people, Do you see the one the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him among all the people. And all the people shouted, Long live the king! Then Samuel explained to the people the rights of kingship. He wrote them on a scroll and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, each to his own home. Saul also went to his home in Gibeah, and the men of valor whose hearts God had touched went with him. But some worthless men said, How can this man save us? So they despised him and brought him no gifts. But Saul remained silent about it. Chapter 11 Soon Nahash the Ammonite came up and laid siege to Jabesh-Gilead. All the men of Jabesh said to him, Make a treaty with us, and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite replied, I will make a treaty with you on one condition, that I may put out everyone's right eye and bring reproach upon all Israel. Hold off for seven days, replied the elders of Jabesh, And let us send messengers throughout Israel. If there is no one to save us, we will surrender to you. When the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul and relayed these words in the hearing of the people, they all wept aloud. Just then Saul was returning from the field behind his oxen. What troubles the people? asked Saul. Why are they weeping? And they relayed to him the words of the men from Jabesh. When Saul heard their words, the Spirit of God rushed upon him, and he burned with great anger. He took a pair of oxen, cut them into pieces, and sent them by messengers throughout the land of Israel, proclaiming, This is what will be done to the oxen of anyone who does not march behind Saul and Samuel. Then the terror of the Lord fell upon the people, and they turned out as one man. And when Saul numbered them at Bezek, There were 300,000 Israelites and 30,000 men of Judah. So they said to the messengers who had come, Tell the men of Jabesh-Gilead, Deliverance will be yours tomorrow by the time the sun is hot. And when the messengers relayed this to the men of Jabesh, they rejoiced. Then the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Tomorrow we will come out, and you can do with us whatever seems good to you. The next day Saul organized the troops into three divisions, And during the morning watch they invaded the camp of the Ammonites and slaughtered them until the hottest part of the day. And the survivors were so scattered that no two of them were left together. Then the people said to Samuel, Who said that Saul should not reign over us? Bring those men here so we can kill them. But Saul ordered, No one shall be put to death this day, for today the Lord has worked salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal and renew the kingship there. So all the people went to Gilgal and confirmed Saul as king in the presence of the Lord. There they sacrificed peace offerings before the Lord, and Saul and all the Israelites rejoiced greatly. Chapter 12 Then Samuel said to all Israel, I have listened to your voice and all that you have said to me, and I have set over you a king. Now here is the king walking before you, and I am old and gray, and my sons are here with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day. Here I am. Bear witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox or donkey have I taken? Whom have I cheated or oppressed? From whose hand Have I accepted a bribe and closed my eyes? Tell me, and I will restore it to you. You have not wronged us or oppressed us, they replied, nor have you taken anything from the hand of man. Samuel said to them, The Lord is a witness against you, and his anointed is a witness today that you have not found anything in my hand. He is a witness, they replied. Then Samuel said to the people, The Lord is the one who appointed Moses and Aaron, and who brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now present yourselves so that I may confront you before the Lord with all the righteous acts he has done for you and your fathers. When Jacob went to Egypt, your fathers cried out to the Lord, and he sent them Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt and settled them in this place. But they forgot the Lord their God, and he sold them into the hand of Caesarea, the commander of the army of Hazor, and into the hands of the Philistines and the king of Moab, who fought against them. Then they cried out to the Lord and said, We have sinned, for we have forsaken the Lord, and serve the Baals and the Ashtoreths. Now deliver us from the hands of our enemies, that we may serve you. So the Lord sent Jerubel, Barak, Jephthah, and Samuel and he delivered you from the hands of your enemies on every side, and you dwelt securely. But when you saw that Nahash, king of the Ammonites, was moving against you, you said to me, No, we must have a king to rule over us, even though the Lord your God was your king. Now here is the king you have chosen, the one you requested. Behold, the Lord has placed a king over you. If you fear the Lord and serve Him and obey His voice, and if you do not rebel against the command of the Lord, and if both you and the King who reigns over you follow the Lord your God, then all will be well. But if you disobey the Lord and rebel against His command, then the hand of the Lord will be against you as it was against your fathers. Now therefore stand and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. Is it not the wheat harvest today? I will call on the Lord to send thunder and rain, so that you will know and see what a great evil you have committed in the sight of the Lord by asking for a king. So Samuel called to the Lord, and on that day the Lord sent thunder and rain. As a result, all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. They pleaded with Samuel Pray to the Lord your God for your servants so they will not die. For we have added to all our sins the evil of asking for a king. Do not be afraid, Samuel replied. Even though you have committed all this evil, do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Do not turn aside after worthless things that cannot profit you or deliver you, for they are empty. Indeed, for the sake of his great name, the Lord will not abandon his people because he was pleased to make you his own. As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you, and I will continue to teach you the good and right way. Above all, fear the Lord, and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you, but if you persist in doing evil, both you and your king will be swept away.